Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, November 1st, and we start with local news. United Auto Workers President Sean Fain announced Monday a new contract between auto workers and GM and suspended the stand-up strike in effect for the big three automakers. Two days after workers at GM's largest assembly plant in Spring Hill walked out on strike, word came that the UAW and the auto manufacturer had come to a tentative agreement. Your bargaining committee worked hard through the night and early this morning and reached a tentative agreement with GM. Once again, we have several astonishing victories, Fain said in a video statement released on social media at 3.42 p.m. on Monday. A walkout at the Tennessee plant was long anticipated from the start of the stand-up strike back on September 15th. UAW reached a tentative agreement with Ford on Wednesday and another with Stellantis on Saturday. Both agreements tout drastically increased wages for full-time and temporary workers and the return of cost-of-living adjustments, among other sticking points. Right now, the future of our industry is being defined, Fain said. I don't care if you build combustion engines or electric vehicle batteries. These workers make these vehicles and this company run, he said. Monday, Fain called the tentative agreement with GM a stunning victory, rivaling the sit-down strikes of the 1930s. We were relentless in our fight to win a record contract, and that is exactly what we accomplished, Fain said. If ratified, Fain said GM salaried workers would be given a 25% general wage increase for the first time in history, in addition to a cost-of-living increase. Fain said the next step is for UAW National and GM Council members to vote November 3rd to send the agreement to the membership. This will be the most lucrative contract for salaried GM workers in their history, Fain said. For our hourly workers, it's the same story. The starting wage for new GM workers will increase 70% from $18 per hour to over $30, Fain said. The top wage will increase 33%. President Joe Biden said the landmark agreement rewards auto workers for their sacrifice. I applaud the UAW and General Motors for coming together after hard-fought, good-faith negotiations to reach a historic agreement to provide workers with the pay, benefits, and respect they deserve. With this landmark agreement with GM, the UAW has now reached historic tentative agreements with all of the big three American automakers, Biden said in a statement. This historic tentative agreement rewards the automakers who have sacrificed auto workers rather who have sacrificed so much with the record rate raises, more paid leave, greater retirement security, and more rights and respect at work. I want to applaud the UAW and GM for agreeing to immediately bring back all of the GM workers who have been walking the picket line on behalf of their UAW brothers and sisters. This historic contract is a testament to the power of unions and collective bargaining to build strong, middle-class jobs while helping our most iconic American companies thrive. The final word on these tentative agreements will ultimately come from UAW members themselves in the days and weeks to come, he said. Fain started the long-term nationwide strike with a routine address each Friday on Facebook, updating union members about negotiations and calling on more facilities to walk out. Then a couple of weeks ago, Fain threw a curveball, calling for a Kentucky plant to walk out in the middle of the week. Spring Hill was the next curveball. 
Tim Smith, UAW Region 8 director, believes Spring Hill's walkout was the key that forced GM's hand and called the agreement historic. Fain said information will be sent to workers on strike for a return-to-work plan. Murray County Public Schools Superintendent Lisa Ventura is pleased to announce that Mr. Eric Cannon has been hired as the principal of Joseph Brown Elementary School. Cannon has over 20 years of education experience and is a Hickman County High School, Austin P. State University, and Bethel University graduate. Mr. Cannon has served as a paraprofessional, special education teacher, assistant principal, principal, and director of special education. Mr. Cannon shared, I am very excited to work with the students, families, teachers, and staff, and Murray County community. I grew up in Hickman County, but now live with my family in Williamsport. I find great joy in working with students and supporting teachers as they educate our future. I've built my career around the notation that we are better when we work together as a team. I have an open-door policy for students, teachers, and families. I am at JBES to work side-by-side with our team in an attempt to promote student growth. I look forward to the great things we can and will accomplish this school year, he said. Superintendent Lisa Ventura stated, Murray County Public Schools could not be more excited to welcome Mr. Eric Cannon as the new principal at Joseph Brown Elementary School. His unique experience makes him the perfect candidate to continue the progress that we have begun to see occurring at Brown. The Johnny Gaines Award is presented annually to those who continually go above and beyond the call of duty to serve their community. Columbia Fire and Rescue is proud to announce the 2023 recipient of the Johnny Gaines Award, Captain Phil Mash. Captain Mash is well known in the fire department and our community for his leadership skills and his ability to make solving complex problems look easy. He has extensive mechanical knowledge and works hard to keep the Columbia Fire and Rescue's fleet running smoothly. Thank you to Phil for all you have done and continue to do for the city of Columbia. Join Murray Alliance for their upcoming Real Talk, their new retail workshop series tailored to address the unique challenges faced by small businesses. They will host quarterly interactive sessions led by industry experts on topics that are specifically relevant to retailers in Murray County. Join them at the factory at Columbia on Wednesday, November 1st at 8 a.m. for their first Real Talk session, Marketing the Charm of Your Business, with Bernard Porter, owner of PCG Digital Media. Following Porter's presentation, Galen Longo will provide an overview of the free resources available through the Tennessee Small Business Development Center. Refreshments will be provided. The program is free and open to the public. Spring Hill Memorial Funeral Home is hosting a Veterans Memorial Service, which will be held at 2 p.m. on Sunday, November 12th, at Spring Hill Memorial Park Funeral Home and Cremation Services, located at 5239 Main Street in Spring Hill. The keynote speaker will be Lieutenant Colonel Jeff King. Special music will be provided, and veterans will be honored. Larry Stovall, a retired colonel in the United States Army, will be the featured speaker at the November 5th Veterans Tribute at First United Methodist Church's Sanctuary, located at 222 West 7th Street in Columbia at 6 p.m. Stovall served as infantry platoon leader and rifle company commander in the American Division in Vietnam and served as principal instructor in the weapons department at the U.S. Army Infantry School. 
Stovall was promoted to the rank of colonel and commanded the 401st Military Police Camp in Saudi Arabia during Operation Desert Shield and Operation Desert Storm. Planned to attend on November 5th to hear about Colonel Stovall's military experiences during his 31-year career in the Army. The City of Columbia, in collaboration with Murray County Government, invites the community to the grand unveiling of the Pokes at Preservation Park. This event will take place on Friday, November 3rd at 4 p.m. in Columbia. The unveiling ceremony includes remarks from City of Columbia and Murray County Government elected officials. The central focus of the park are life-size bronze statues of President James K. Polk and First Lady Sarah Polk, symbolizing the importance of President Polk's legacy and the rich history of Columbia. The Pokes at Preservation Park is strategically located directly across the street from the James K. Polk Home and Museum, offering a unique opportunity for historical reflection and a place for the community to gather. From November 6th through December 20th, the Prior Art Gallery at Columbia State Community College will be hosting the exhibition Native America and the West, featuring the pen and ink drawings of artist Bob Jones. Bob Jones achieves a level of detail in his pen and ink drawings that boggles the mind. His passion for Western art depicting Native Americans and cowboys goes back all the way to second grade. Jones attended Harris School of Advertising Art in Nashville, which led to an illustrious career beginning in the 1960s, photographing and designing album covers for country music greats like Dolly Parton, Roy Orbison, Waylon Jennings, and Johnny Cash. An artist, illustrator, and photographer, Jones has many stories to share about his experiences in country music and his narratives of the West through pen and ink. Jones resides in Spring Hill. Prior Art Gallery on the Columbia campus will feature an artist reception on Thursday, November 16th from 5 to 7 p.m. The reception is free and open to the public, and light refreshments will be served. On Monday, October 16th, the Spring Hill Chamber launched its Think, Shop, Explore Local Passport, presented by Groove Life, encouraging residents to explore the local community and its businesses through November 17th. Residents who collect at least 15 stickers from participating businesses will have a chance to win a grand prize featuring gifts from local businesses worth thousands of dollars. Empowering our community with a local passport program is not just about promoting business, it's about promoting community pride through local discovery, said Rebecca Melton, executive director of the Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce. With the opportunity to win a generous grand prize from some of our local businesses, the passport program offers an exciting way for residents to explore the community's assets and make new connections, she said. Passports are available at all participating businesses in the Spring Hill Welcome Center, which is located at 5326 Main Street, Suite G in Spring Hill. The Welcome Center will also serve as the official back I'm sorry, the official drop-off location for all completed passports. A list of business addresses, a map with directions, grand prize details, and passport rules can be found at springhillchamber.com forward slash passport. The local passport includes 33 stops, encompassing various local business types and community photo opportunities. This year's community photo opportunities include Spring Hill Public Library, Walnut Street Skate Park, and Cannon Hill. Participants can take photos at these locations and share them on Instagram or Facebook using the hashtag SHPassport23 or complete the entire passport to earn extra entries in the grand prize drawing. Once again, for a list of business addresses, a map with directions, grant price details, and passport rules, visit www.springhillchamber.com forward slash passport.
Duck River Jam, a community event intended to raise awareness and funds to fight a proposed landfill along the Duck River, will take place at 1 p.m. on Sunday, November 5th at Cherry Theater at Columbia State Community College. The event, which will feature performances by local musicians as well as a silent auction, is being organized by the concerned citizens group Protect the Duck River. The group has advocated against plans by Louisiana-based Trinity Business Group to build a 1,300-acre trash disposal complex as close as 1,000 feet from the Duck River at a former Monsanto phosphate processing site in Murray County. The property contains multiple Superfund sites and is mandated for EPA rehabilitation because of hazardous waste contamination. Protect the Duck River was previously involved in successful efforts to convince state lawmakers to pass legislation designating that segment of the Duck River as a Class II scenic river. In April, Governor Bill Lee signed a new law requiring certain water resource projects to be permitted. Trinity Group filed a lawsuit in May appealing the Murray-Marshall Solid Waste Regional Planning Board's rejection of its landfill application. Funds raised at the Duck River Jam will help defray legal fees for opponents of that appeal. The Duck River is the most biologically diverse river in North America, as well as the source of drinking water for more than 300,000 people in this community, said Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder. The Duck River Jam is an opportunity for Middle Tennessee residents to to support this precious, fragile resource while enjoying a great day of music and fun, he said. For more information about Duck River Jam or to purchase tickets, please visit www.duckriverjam.com. Columbia State Community College's Office of Workforce and Continuing Education will launch a leadership development program designed to benefit new and emerging leaders to help them develop the necessary skills and a toolkit of resources to help them excel as they move into and grow in their leadership roles. I'm extremely proud to be bringing this program to our communities, said Melody Murphy, Columbia State Workforce and Continuing Education Director. With now hiring posted on almost every storefront, it is becoming harder for employers to find and keep good employees. This program is an excellent opportunity for a company to identify dedicated employees' value and hard work and build them up through this program for leadership and supervision roles, she said. The Columbia State Leadership for Operational Excellence Program nurtures success and provides participants with the skills and resources for them to excel as leaders within their organizations. Topics covered will include leadership styles, generations and teams, employee engagement and productivity, communication and leading your team, business finance and budgets, presentation skills and networking, as well as delivering outcomes and managing change. Many of us have seen firsthand how promoting internally for these positions based on performance can be problematic, because doing a job and leading others to do a job are very different things that require somewhat different skill sets, Murphy said. This program aims aims to give participants the necessary leadership skills to be successful leaders. Registration is now open for the program, which consists of eight full-day sessions with two full days conducted back-to-back. Participants should plan to attend all sessions, which will take place at Columbia State's Williamson campus. The program begins in 2024 with the dates of January 11th and 12th, February 8th and 9th, March 7th and 8th, and April 11th and 12th. The cost is $2,995 with lunch and coffee provided. To register, please visit www.campusce.net forward slash Columbia State. For more information, you can also contact Melody Murphy at mmurphy19 at columbiastate.com.
www.ucla.edu. The City of Columbia is inviting professional artists to submit their qualifications for the creation of public sculpture installations to be permanently displayed outdoors in the Columbia Arts District and in historic downtown Columbia. These public sculptures serve to inspire further development of the arts, culture, and tourism in Columbia. Copies of the solicitation are available at 700 North Garden Street in Columbia or by contacting the purchasing agent for the city at 931-560-1580. Sealed qualifications are due no later than Monday, November 6th. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. James Albert Taylor, 76, retired educator and resident of Lyon Street in Columbia, died Thursday, October 26th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Taylor will be conducted on Thursday, November 2nd at 2 p.m. at St. Peter's Episcopal Church. Burial will follow in St. John's Churchyard. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home and Thursday from 12.30 to 2 p.m. in the Parish Hall of St. Peter's Episcopal Church. Mrs. Jean Gwaltney Worley, 96, a longtime resident of Dry Fork Road in Hampshire, died Sunday, October 29th at the Fountains of Franklin. Funeral services for Mrs. Worley will be conducted Saturday, November 4th at 11 a.m. at West 7th Street Church of Christ. Burial will follow in Worley Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols and on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. prior to the service at West 7th Street Church of Christ. Mr. Charles Henry Fraser. 97. A former resident of Columbia died Saturday, October 28th at Stones River Manor in Murfreesboro. Graveside services will be conducted on Saturday, November 4th at 2 p.m. at Arlington Cemetery in Mount Pleasant. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have lots of sunshine today with a high of around 50 degrees. Winds will be out of the north-northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect a clear sky and a low of 22 degrees. Winds will be light and variable. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. My dad used to tell us that all the time. But Family First wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. 
and it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Deciding what your next home will look like, cost in construction, or timing can be intimidating. At The Wave Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. Come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia or call us at 931-580-4669.
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. After declining for five consecutive weeks, the Tennessee state gas price average moved higher midweek last week, but fortunately moved lower again by the weekend. Today's state gas price average is only a penny more expensive than last week's. The Tennessee gas price average is now $3.10, which is $0.22 less expensive than both one month and one year ago. We saw quite a bit of movement in pump pricing in some of our metro areas last week, which helped to push the state gas price average more expensive. From Monday to Wednesday last week, gas prices shot up five cents on average, but by the weekend, gas prices had dropped by another four cents, said Megan Cooper, a spokeswoman for AAA, the auto club group. If oil prices continue to move less expensive, drivers can likely expect to see pump prices continue to decline over this week. Here's some quick facts. 37% of Tennessee gas stations have prices below $3. Tennessee is the eighth least expensive market in the nation. Flights are now arriving and departing from a new extension of Nashville International Airport's main terminal and eight-gate satellite concourse. This latest addition to the ever-expanding campus mostly services short routes on Allegiant Air and Spirit Airlines, but passengers still arrive at the same one-terminal drive address as usual. Those traveling through the satellite concourse go through the main terminal security checkpoint before catching a shuttle bus in Concourse C to the satellite concourse. The bus ride is about three to five minutes. The all-electric shuttle bus fleet runs to the satellite concourse every three minutes throughout the day. Once travelers arrive at the mini-terminal, they can visit retail shops and food service options for breakfast, lunch, and dinner sourced from local restaurants. Distillery, District Market, Gulch Goods, and Nashville Supply Company have already opened, and restaurants Fat Bottom Brewery, Jimmy John's Sandwiches, TXMX, and Bongo Java are coming soon. The opening of our new satellite concourse is a milestone for BNA as we continue to work to accommodate the exponential growth we're experiencing while simultaneously enhancing the passenger experience, said Doug Krulin, president and CEO of Nashville International Airport. As we continue to work towards building a world-class airport for a world-class city, we're excited for our passengers to experience the newest addition to BNA, he said. The soft opening of the new concourse was on October 21st, and a grand opening will take place at a later date. Roadwork to improve terminal access is ongoing. The project is part of the $1.2 billion BNA Vision redevelopment that began in 2017 and is mostly complete. In December, the first terminal hotel, a nine-story Hilton, will open above one of three new terminal parking garages. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. America Salutes You 2023 presents A Concert for Gratitude, a live concert event being filmed for national broadcast from the Fisher Center for the Performing Arts on the campus of Belmont University on Friday, December 15th at 7 p.m. The event, honoring and raising awareness and financial support for our veterans and first responders, also supports the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs Mental Wellness Campaign. Chrissy Matz and Dustin Lynch will co-host and perform. Lecrae, Clint Black, joined by Lisa Hartman Black, Charlie Esten, Lee Greenwood, Jody Messina, Craig Morgan, Walker Hayes, and Chasing Da Vinci are all performing with additional special guests, guest artists to be announced shortly. You can find tickets on sale now at www.thefishercenter.com and americasalutesyou.org. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOMWKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting www.frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.